0: Hi, everybody. Welcome to Greater Minds Live. We've been off for a couple months here, but we're back and ready to be better than ever.
1: Yeah, that's right. Refreshed from the holidays, Uh, nice and crispy on this frozen day.
0: Yeah, and we've got actually a couple of new things to announce with the production of Greater Minds. Uh, We have in the past gone live on Facebook. Uh, We've started to realize that not all of us have the time during our busy days to kind of take a look at those, so we'll actually be pre-recording to give you better content and release those maybe later in the day. We'll be having some guests and We'll be talking about a lot of new topics and content than we have in the past.
1: Yeah, yeah, a little bit different format than what we're used to uh, with, with the past year. Uh, I think the last year was a good trial run for us. We had some some good information that went out, some good good guest uh, speakers with us. But I think this year with me able to plan ahead and and also listen to the feedback that, that you guys give us. And that's really what we're looking for. You, you've heard uh, Peter and I say this numerous times uh, throughout the, the last year of our, our uh, Facebook live shows. That we are looking for content from you guys, things you want to hear, things you want us to talk about, or bring experts in to talk to you about. Um, so if you have any of that, please let us know in the comments down below. Um, other than that, we we have a, a pretty good idea of things that we want to talk about um, throughout the year and some guests that we're working on. Uh, one of them being uh, our very own GMR, uh Travis Greer. Um, to come in and talk to us about uh, different things going on in the legislature and how it affects our business and our our customers, our, our clients and everything. So um, some some pretty cool pretty cool stuff coming up.
0: Yeah, so we're going to expand the pre-recorded formats, going to be able to allow us to bring in some of those guests that we might not be able to bring in on a live basis and bring you more valuable content. But let's jump into what we were talking about. Oh, I guess before we jump into what we're talking about today, make sure and check us out on YouTube. Check us out. We will be in the Greater Minds Facebook group. Uh, also, you can find us on Apple, iTunes, uh, Spotify. SoundCloud, Spotify, yeah. I'm to Google Play. I think I think, that, I think you got them all. Yeah. Anywhere you listen to your podcasts, we are there. Uh, so, But let's jump in today. If you haven't noticed, uh, things have gotten a little bit chilly, not only outside, but in some of our markets. Uh, I know we were discussing before the show that it seems that we've had a little bit of a slowdown, I think is the best way to describe it, maybe a little bit of a shift.
1: Yeah, a little bit of a change up in market. I mean, I think uh, if you look back just uh, you know, as recent as uh, summertime, uh, you've got places that are sitting on the market a little bit longer. Uh, you, we've got more price changes than, than I think we had the same time year before. And uh, you know, I think that's a difference, a difference that everybody's kind of seeing and feeling. Um, not to say that you still can have a great business and you still can't help your clients, but it's just different. Yeah.
0: And we had discussed, there's a, a bunch of schools of thought on this and we've seen everything t- from the skies falling. We're having another 2008 to I've seen some people say, well, this is just a winter slowdown. I think the truth is probably somewhere in between those. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I think definitely, um, you know, it's, it's, it's somewhere in the middle there. I, I don't, uh, I don't think uh, it's going to be the end of the world as some people would like for it to be, or like to talk about, but it's definitely changing. And, and, and I, and I, and, and we have to recognize that as professional so we can best advise our buyers and sellers that we work for, whether it's, you know, needing to price your house properly. You can't just, you know, arbitrarily price your home as high as you think you can get and cross your fingers and get an offer like you might have been able to get 18, you know, 19 months ago uh, when today you've got to be really strategic about it and pay attention and, and give them good advice on, say, you know, you might want to rethink this if you're serious about selling your home. Right.
0: And we've had, uh, you know... We were talking before the show about the pressure that was put on, you know, with with sellers. Obviously, real estate's a lagging market, and with sellers that are listing now, we were saying a lot of the sold data, the days on market data we're seeing is from the fall, Uh, and so as that, this is actually the numbers probably are not showing as much of a shift as we're actually seeing, you know, but we're still seeing between a 50 and 150 percent days on market increase from summer to fall, which is a it's a pretty big. Yeah, Jump.
1: if you look at you know, um, if you look at you know, just September um, of 2018, it was 33 days on the market, and if you look at to the end of December, we're at 40 days. So I know that's not that much of a difference, but it is on the upward swing, right? You know.
0: But the goofy thing is, we haven't seen, we have not, at least not yet, seen sales prices decrease. I think that we are probably on the leading edge of seeing them go down a little bit. Um, I think that once we've got those prices decreasing a little bit that we might see, started seeing a little bit more of an inventory spike that we haven't seen yet?
1: Yeah, and I, and I think that's going to relate to what we were just talking about a few minutes ago, where if you take take a look at a lot of the homes or a number of the homes that were listed back in the summertime, spring and summertime, that have sat on the market for mm-hmm. a considerable amount of time that are getting those price reductions, uh, you know, finally taking place in late summer and then did get a sale or came under contract and finally closed later in the year, You know, that data, a lot of it is not out. Right. Um, So we're going to start seeing that data from
0: fall and, and, you know, early winter sales. That data will start coming up in the next couple months here. And we'll really start to be able to see, are we going to be on a bell curve? Mm -hmm. Or certainly on the the tail end of the bell curve as far as pricing, we might see those prices decreasing. I'm really interested interested to see what's going to go on in the listing inventory, whether we're going to see inventory go up.
1: Right. Yeah. Are are we going to see inventory go up? Is that going to create mo- a little bit more of a, a buyers' market in the sense mm-hmm. that uh, with inventory going up, prices uh, would come down? Uh, they should, um, based on how you know supply and demand works. Um, you know, and, uh, and and then a little bit of a question on what rates are going to do? Are right. they going to are they going to tick back a little bit more like we've seen them in the last? Uh, Couple of weeks, maybe. It's or,
0: interesting too because we we thought that we were going to see a continual rate increase, and like yeah. you said, we saw them kick back.
1: Which, yeah, like, it, it, and that's that's I think the shocking part there is that it did uh, come back. Um, and, and I think the real question is going to be: is that is that going to be the case, or is it going to be that increase that we're all expecting right. in the springtime? And the other
0: question too that we're going to look at is: we've seen everything, and we're not going to get too much into the economic side of things, but we've seen. Everything from, hey, this might just be a little bit of an economic slowdown to it's going to be, you know, a big recession. And I think the thing that we need to look at as agents is whether it's going, you know, what no matter what the economic conditions are, number one, is that going to be connected to another housing uh, crisis or another housing shift? And also then how do we need to shift our own businesses to uh, adjust for that?
1: Yeah, and I, and I think you're hitting the nail on the head. I, I, I think the real, the real thing to get down to is um, – is there a shift going on? Likely. Um, how drastic will it be, one way or the other? That's to be seen. Mm-hmm. But what do you, what are, what are, what are you doing to take care of your clients, your buyers, your sellers, and to take care of your business? Uh, I mean, we're we're all here making a living and and putting food on the table. So we you know we want to be good at what we're doing. Right.
0: Um, and the at least for people of our generation that
1: have you know that
0: are millennials or you know, late 20s, early 30s. I'm on the borderline. Uh, yeah.
1: You know, a little less fair than some of you guys. The, uh, the
0: the only thing that we know about recession is it's intertwined with housing crisis. Sure. So for us, those two terms are almost synonymous, and we haven't seen recessions that have not led to a housing crisis. So it's very possible that even if we, you know, lose economic growth, that the housing market, especially if the jobs market is staying strong, could still even out, you know?
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I, and I think you know, to prepare yourself to, to take care of your buyers and sellers and to take care of your business, a a really good thing to do is to get, you know, hyper-focused on your business, to understand, you know, the pricing in the markets that you work in. And and even, you know, not, not just the, the broad uh, market that you work in, say maybe Oakland County or Macomb County or Wayne County, but, you know, particular neighborhood, particular city, particular, you know, section of of those areas and understand how the pricings work in there, how the days on market work on there, um, and, and 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 have a you know and, and be able to be educated enough to have a really good conversation with your clients so that way they understand how the pricing if they're getting ready to sell their home how that should look and if they're buying a home are they overpaying underpaying you know what what is the what's the, where, where do they sit? Right. And, and you can, you can best help them by being educated yourself.
0: Yeah. And the, it's, it's gone down from looking at the broad numbers. I mean, even if I'm, you know, doing comparables for listing, I'm not only looking at, I'm trying to keep it one to three months. I mean, six months is a real stretch, but I'm also looking, I'm not just pulling the listing price and what the sold price was because we're still seeing percentage of listing price being still pretty high, Right. Uh, I'm looking at what was the original list price? What were their price drops? Because if you just show a client, well, here was their listing price and here were the days on market and here's what they sold for, that might not be telling the whole story. You know, they may have been listed, maybe they sell at 180. They were listed at 200 for 50 days. They dropped to 185 right. and they were there for three days. Yep. Uh, you know, we've seen, and this is kind of, we're discussing, we had a, di- a market dichotomy a while ago with price where 350 and up, we're selling a lot slower than 250 and under, and now it seems like we've got a, a dichotomy in correct pricing. Where houses, at least in our market on the east side, if they're priced correctly or you know priced perfectly, can still go quickly. Even still with multiple offers, I was just in multiple offers over the weekend, and if they're off, even this a small bit, they're Sitting languishing on the market.
1: Yeah. And I, and I think we have to start also to looking at, you know, where the inventory currently is, uh, as far as the existing home homes that are on the market, that's still, you know, kind of, uh, low. Um, and you know, how is that going to be changing over the next few months? But then you also have the new construction market Mm -hmm. that builders are still building homes. They're starting developments. They're pulling permits, you know, it's, it's, they're, they're filling the void for that, uh, you know, for, for that buyer that can't find what they want in an existing home. Right. And
0: we haven't seen, you know, one of the big indicators of housing issue is building permits decrease. And we haven't really seen that yet. We've yeah, still not, seen not
1: the, in 2018 we haven't. No. I, I'm very interested to see what's going to happen uh, over the next eight to 10 months. Right. And another thing too, on, on, for your
0: sellers, if, you know, they're freaking out that they've been on the market for 20 or 25 days, you know, it would have been, you know, two days, you know, Hey, why didn't my house sell in a week? A great example is is if you've been driving for the last two years at one hundred miles an hour and now you see a cop on the side of the road and you've got to slow down to seventy you're going to feel like you're going pretty slow, but it doesn't necessarily that you mean that you're slow in the in the grand scheme of things here, and that you know if you look historically you know if you look ten years back, you know thirty days on market for on average is not a you know that's not unusual at all if you look in the early 2000s we were all in that upper uh, 30s and that was a hot market then too
1: yeah absolutely and i I think that just goes back to again having those conversations with your clients Mm -hmm. about here here's here yes you're right your neighbor bob when he sold his house back you know late 17 early 18 got x dollars um and and it's a little bit different now um you know you just you got to be able to educate your 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 client. Right. right.
0: And not only are, are real estate clients, you know, kind of lagging on in the information as far as time, but also we've, I think as agents, we've been t- kind of trained to think in these time blocks sure. of, you know, I'm not looking more than one year. I'm not looking more than six months. But if if this isn't what you do every day, if you're a home seller, I might have talked to me thinking about my neighbor who sold a year and a half ago or two years ago. Oh, he sold for right. this. Shouldn't I sell for that? And we, you know, it's hard to.
1: And that, and that, that boils down to one of the great conversations that's going on in the real estate industry amongst professionals is there's so much data out there mm-hmm. um, and we kind of get caught up in the data game, right? Oh, yeah. uh, you know, who, whose data and is it right? Is You know, all this kind of stuff. That really boils down to, to what, you know, our, our profession, you know, we are providing a service where the professionals were educated on all of this stuff because we eat, breathe and sleep it every day, right. not every five years, seven years or we're not taking a very high-level snapshot view of it, um, something maybe we saw online or that we had a conversation at work or at the PTA meeting or whatever it was. Um, and, and I think that's really where, where you know, your, your business has to go in, in putting that out there, that you're, you, know, you understand and have the knowledge of what's going on uh, and, can, and can convey that.
0: And I think to it shows sure. too the shift in in what our role is as an agent. We're no longer the gatekeeper of information. Nope. Well, the, well, the funny, all the information we, is out there. Yeah, we all got tricked into thinking we were. Yeah. <laughs> but now it's our. You know, now we have this overload of data, and our job is to interpret that correctly. Uh, and be the other thing too is if you are looking at national articles and you're looking at well, hey, I, I think the sky's falling in this and this. As, as a client or as a home seller, well, were there to be. For me, if I'm on a, a fishing... I love, I love to fish. If I'm on a fishing charter and the, at the first wave my captain starts you know, running around yelling that we're all going to die, I'm going to be a little bit freaked out. And I think we have to be the same <laughs> right. way as agents. If we have a couple of small waves here in the market, we've got to be the one to, to help those clients and navigate that properly and still Absolutely. end up with a, a positive real estate outcome. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, um, it, I think it translates to... Uh, one other thing, too, on educating your clients is educating your buyers that there can be now... If if you if a buyer came to you eight months ago and said hey where are the deals, there wasn't necessarily they didn't exist or they were very very difficult to find on market. Sure. I don't know that that's the case anymore. You know, I, you've got buyers looking for I, deals. Maybe able to get one now.
1: Yeah, I think I think we're going to be able to to spot the quote unquote deals a lot <laughs> a lot easier in the coming months because of of just the you know that situation that we we've talked about a couple times of. Houses that have been on the market, that are still on the market, that have had the price reductions um, and and are getting down to where they need to be. And for houses that are, you know, they they were, let's say they were way overpriced, but it was a knockout house. Like just everything was done correct uh, and and, and over and above. And that one gets down to the quote unquote right price. That's probably going to sell. But if a house that was needing some TLC and needing a kitchen and needing this and needing that, um, it gets down to the right price. It still, is going to probably have some problems because right. it, you know, it, it, people are, are getting smart. Yeah. You when know?
0: well, the more selection that they start to have, if that inventory starts ticking exactly, up, those are going to be the homes that are going to be available to purchase at a lower price than some of the, you know, the fully remodeled houses we've seen. And we're also seeing it on even some of the remodeled houses some of these real ambitious flippers that came through and, and are trying to get real high prices before some of this started to shift. Now some of those houses even have been sitting on the market, and, and you know there can even be deals we had on those, which I think is something we haven't seen.
1: Yeah, I, I think I think so. I mean I mean it's going to be it's going to be super interesting to kind of see kind of what takes place over the next uh, you know next few months and in what what deals come out of the woodwork. Uh, maybe they won't. Yeah. Maybe this is just a short-term thing.
0: Right. And <laughs> and and I it that's hopefully for us that's what it would be because honestly if we get into a you know 4 month supply situation, 4 or 5 months on the market 30 days, that's actually going to be and if we can keep interest rates reasonable, this is going to be actually a good real estate market for everybody.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And and I, and I think Peter you just touched on a really interesting like yeah. description of keep interest rates reasonable. Mm -hmm. I think one of the big things that we have to do a good job of explaining to people is that for the last several years, we've gotten really spoiled on mortgage interest rates. Free money, basically. You know, know, as under 3% in some cases at, at one point in time. Today, even, you know, where they're currently at, they're still lower than in 2004 when every single commercial on TV and the radio and this and that was, lowest rates ever, you know, yeah, 8%, uh, 9%. exactly. And, and I think people really need to have that in perspective, uh, you know, uh, talking to, to agents that have been in the business when, when, back in the eighties, when, when interest rates were 16, 17, 18% mm-hmm. and they were selling the majority of their transactions on land contracts because a good deal was 9%. Right. You know, I, I think everybody kind of forgets, um, forgets that or doesn't know about it because, Let's face it. uh, You know, I'm uh, depending on what list you look at. I'm a millennial. I don't know if I if qualify, but um, you know, folks that are that are just coming out, starting to buy homes and Mm -hmm. stuff, they don't have any perspective on that. All they know is they you know remember hearing three percent, right? And now, oh God, I got to pay you know four
0: and a half, right?
1: And so the the funny thing too is, you know,
0: eight months ago, every every realtor's prayer was you know I need more listings and a little bit you know, ease of pressure for pricing right. and we're getting that and now everyone's, you know, yeah. going a little the bit buyers. bonkers. So this is, this is probably actually for the best long-term uh, because we, we were running into an
1: affordability problem.
0: Yeah, You know, where, where houses just were not becoming, you know, we were having St. Clair Shores at 130 bucks a foot. oh well, yeah, there's right a, there some a, crazy prices.
1: A na- you know, there's a natural progression. I mean, we can only have so many months or years or, or, or whatever that you're seeing double digit increases before it sort of, takes, you know, takes a reset. Right. In a sense. So
0: the big key here is be, as always, be the expert, yep. be the, the the trusted advisor and, and know your your micro market as well as your macro market. Yep. Uh, and I, I'm not sure, I probably listen to too much of the national noise, <laughs> uh, but folks on your market and your businesses and, and we'd love to hear what your thoughts are on,
1: do you think we're underblowing it, overblowing it? What do you think? Let us know in the comments yeah. and... Uh, and, and just to kind of close out, one comment Peter was just making is is to know your market and study the information. It's interesting. Uh, Peter's business is primarily on the east side of town in Macomb County. Mine is primarily in Oakland and Wayne County. And uh, I, I think we're on two different MLSs. Uh, mm-hmm. You're on uh, Real Source. Yeah, am I Real Source. I'm on Real Comp. The cool thing is, we have access to the same exact program that allows us to look at market stats. And it really breaks it down in a simple fashion. Um, it's uh, provided through uh, Showing Time, uh, InfoSparks. Yeah, Sparks. if you are not on
0: InfoSparks, hop on there, spend, take an hour once a week. Yeah. It, go it, through your numbers.
1: Yeah, quit or, or, or set up some save searches for yourself to, you know, the, the, the city that you like to do the most business mm-hmm. in and your county and stuff like that. So that way, when you are sitting down with a buyer or a seller, you can say, hey, th- this is what's going on. And you know what you're talking about. You're not right. just kind of like, you know, that kind of thing. But, yeah. Um, yeah. Um, Hopefully you guys found this valuable. We'd love to hear your opinions and kind of your thoughts on where things are at too. Um, You know that we're all out there working and uh, you know how uh, giving each other the feedback on on stuff like this is important.
0: And I think if I talk to ten agents, I get ten opinions. Probably. So we'd love to uh, hear from you guys, and we will see you next month. Yeah, next
1: month. Yep. New 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 show, new format. Take care, everybody. Have a good one. (laughs)